Hi friends, it's Sunny, and I'm so excited for our summer lineup of Cheery Conversations. We're going to be airing one episode per month this summer. I know you're going to love these. These are so fun. Let's jump right in. Welcome to Cheering Conversations, where we all overcome our uncertainties and juicy topics one conversation at a time. Each week, we're joined by author, speaker, and pastor, Sunny Hennessy, and a special guest. And this week, our special guest is Chanel Esperson. First of all, that name is like Chanel, Chanel Esperson. I wore this you. shirt for you. Is yes. this Chanel oh. looking? It's a knockoff it's so, Chanel. It's such a good name. It is good. Yeah. Okay, so but here's a little bit. I mean, her name is amazing, but she's also amazing. Mm-hmm. She's been married to her high school sweetheart. I love that too a high school sweetheart for 14 years they have three beautiful girls grace anna and lucy she grew up in a small town in wisconsin moved to the twin cities and now has been in the fox valley for seven years besides being busy with her kids and home life she's also a nurse at children's in nina where she works in the cardiology clinic Mm -hmm. like you got a lot going on yes (laughs) so i love the topic that we're gonna be talking about because like you have a lot going on you have a lot going on i have a lot going on you have a lot going on listeners and viewers and so we're going to talk about studying the Bible. I think that's probably a really common question people have. Like, where do I start? How do I stay motivated? How do I understand it? What are resources? So we're going to talk about that from the perspective of, of like our perspective. And then also like Pastor Sonny has done some really great studies on studying the Bible. So <laughs> we're going to talk about that today. So uh, with this topic, like what would you say is your biggest struggle when it comes to s- trying to study the Bible? Yeah. So I've been a Jesus person since I was like seven. Uh, I even went to Bible college for two years and have done lots of um, BSF. I don't know, it's like Bible study fellowship. So really digging in, but um, I think I just have a hard time like focusing and really understanding what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. I'm not a history person, mm-hmm. which I think is a lot of the Old Testament in particular. And it's just hard for me to, I don't know, get something out of it every time. So mm-hmm. just kind of looking for wisdom and how to really get more of a love for scripture, mm-hmm. I guess, and kind of resources you have regarding that. Yeah. Yeah. I think a great study Bible, and I'm not going to give a specific, but I think having a great study mm-hmm. Bible helps sure. because the very goal is that you read a scripture. And I love the study Bibles where if you're shopping for one, where you open it up and there's this much of the page of scripture. And then this much, mm-hmm. like the bigger portion yeah. is study, which is and especially ones that they say, um, like ESV, NET, NET, mm-hmm. and okay. ESV, they're great at taking you back to the original Hebrew in that study. So that when you read a scripture, you're not like, well, how does that apply to me, especially mm-hmm. Old Testament? Right. They'll say, also, this was something that happened in the New Testament, and Jesus referred to this in this scripture and what it means for us. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we want to go and get like a new day planner for the new year or you know, we get excited mm-hmm. about something fresh. And I think sometimes we just need to go invest in a great Bible, really search through hundreds of them, mm-hmm. go to a, a store that has Bibles, mm-hmm. maybe not just get it on Amazon. I think that's a great one. And then for free, version, Yeah. And then by subject, by subject matter, by struggle, by like, I mean, you could type in in version and that app, like how to enjoy studying the Bible, how to understand and things will come up. And I've even found they've started to add in you version where you can listen to the devotional. Yeah. Because I used to have to read it. So I'd be like, well, I can have the Bible read to me as I'm doing my makeup and hair. Mm -hmm. So that's helpful. But now I can have a devotional where whatever that author of that devotional said that kind of unpacks it, they're reading it now. That's been how, or they're now embedding videos within 
studies. Mm -hmm. So it's being more creative than, well, if I'm a good Christian, I've been a Christian since I was seven. Don't I just open the Bible and go, wow. No, Mm -hmm. that'd be like reading. It's not like, but it could be similar to reading this really intense, thick novel all the time for the rest of your life and thinking it's always going to feel awesome. There's ways to study and it's obviously God inspired. It's a much bigger deal than a really big novel. Right. Yeah. I love that. I know one thing that I really, cause you mentioned the old Testament. One thing I love about pastor Sean and your teaching is a lot of times you will talk about like origination of something or the, the original text or the Hebrew. And I always am sitting in my seat thinking, where, how do they know that? Like, what did, <laughs> what did you guys use like to get deeper and to like understand those things? Like, do you have a go-to resource when you're like really, especially when you're preparing for like a message that you're mm-hmm. going to deliver to people because you're teaching, mm-hmm. like, is, are there certain resources you use? for that aspect, like the his, the history or like the original context kind of stuff? Uh, we use Messianic rabbis. <laughs> so <laughs> if we, you have one, so if mean, you have a Messianic <laughs> rabbi, use them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that is a, that's a benefit that we both now have relationships with two Messianic rabbis mm-hmm. in the Seattle area, which has helped us because I've even ran sermons. I'm, I'm preaching coming up and I happen to be meeting with this 76 year old rabbi who's super cool. Wow. He, he's mm-hmm. been vegan for 50 some years and he's like the coolest before it was cool. Before it was cool. <laughs> and he's like, cool. He used mm-hmm. the word woke around. Oh, oh, I'm like, you definitely live in Seattle. So not like what you'd picture, like, you know, this, Oh, I wear a robe mm-hmm. rabbi. And I ran this scripture by him and I said, what about this in the Jewish context? Do I not know? So I know that that doesn't give our listeners mm-hmm. and, and watchers a lot of hope because they don't have that. But what I would say is um, we also look at, we have Jewish study Bibles that we yes. look at, Logos, which is an expensive software, but we invest it as pastors because we're preaching it. It does that. When you Google, you just don't take the top yeah, we Google a scripture a lot, sure. but you don't take the top one. That's like Bible study tools or Bible gateway. Those tend to be like just the surface, but you dig deeper. And if you look for Jewish and Hebrew, but we're talking Messianic. So mm-hmm. Messianic Jews versus Orthodox Jews believe that Jesus was the Messiah. So if you learn Messianic Jewish culture, they're taking the history of the Jew which Jesus was a Jew, mm-hmm. not a Christian. Mm-hmm. And then it's they're filtering it through the right thing, which Jesus is the Savior versus denying that Jesus was yeah. the one. Um, and so then when you start to look, at, there's a couple sites that are like Messianic Jewish studies and what they have to say and sermons that have been written maybe on just the one scripture that you read. Like it's worth the look. Yeah, yeah right? that's cool. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I do have a Jewish study Bible and I think it was Pastor Sean pointed me in that direction and I really, I read it alongside my, like my ESV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it does speak in a little bit of a different, um, not language, but it does, it just speaks differently than like the Bible that I've always grown up reading right. and it does give more context and more history mm-hmm. and then it has really cool like pullouts of like more like especially like Jewish tradition Mm -hmm. or festivals or things like that so it's a really cool resource I mean I don't read that like by itself all the time, mm-hmm. but it's, it is a cool resource to use, especially like old Testament right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But you said you aren't a history person. Like you mm-hmm. don't enjoy the history. Right. So that's interesting. And that's good to talk about because I yeah. enjoy the history. Mm-hmm. Like I like museums. Like mm-hmm. that's how much I like history. Sure. I don't know how much you like history. Um, I mean, but you don't. And so that's a very good 
point is like, well, maybe people don't care about the Jewish Hebrew context. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care about the history. Like, tell me how it affects me today. Mm -hmm. I would say the Message Bible unpacks. Now, Pastor Scott from Life Church Downtown loves the Message Bible, and he knows I'm a little like, it's a guy who takes a lot of liberty to that scripture. But for like, just under, he's not going, Eugene Peterson, who wrote that, who's still alive. So, I mean, it is pretty new. It's definitely not from Mm -hmm. a scribe. So that's why I'm a little like, he can take a lot of liberty. But for people who are like, no, I really need to know how does this apply to Mm -hmm. me today? Mm -hmm. He does a great job in the message. You just can't find the scripture references by chapter and verse. It's like more like a a book. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's a great start. Start For someone who's like super new to reading the Bible. I think the message is a great start. And to start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, Mm -hmm. versus starting in Genesis and ending up in Lamentations and Numbers Mm -hmm. and going, oh my word. Starting New Testament and then you find Old Testament gets more exciting later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Do you find, like, do you try, I know a lot of people when they talk about, well, how do I study the Bible or get into it? I think... I think there's lots of different ways to different people. I think it depends on your personality. Like some people do really want to try to go Genesis to yeah. Revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could be really hard because like what you said, there are some books in there that are like, huh. yeah. mm-hmm. what? like oh my gosh, there's so many names. I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like do, you, like, do you have a certain way that, that you like? Is it topical? Is it like, oh, I like to start in Matthew and make work my way. Like, do you have a certain way that you like to try to study the Bible? Um, I think... I usually stay in the New Testament just because it's easier, but I have made it a goal. I started last January, so in 2020, to read, because I've never read the Bible entirely through. So I'm like, I need to do this. I'm, Hmm. you know, 30-some years old, and I need to say that I've done this. So I have two weeks left of, like, a chronological study of the entire Bible. Wow. Yeah. So, um I think it just kind of depends on the stage of life. I think when my kids were younger, I was just trying to, like, get a little in here and there and mm-hmm. just doing devotionals or whatever. Yeah. Um, but now I can actually, like, sit down and try to just work my way through. And, and that's fun. That's Chronological is cool. very different than the order of a traditional Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. Chronological. That's really... There's also an archaeological Bible, oh. which does run more chronological, and it has, like, a timeline across the bottom, and, like, it references the Stone Age and the Bronze Age, and when, you know, things that we hear about in movies, yeah. where that lines up with the Bible. I love that. That's yeah. real. That arch- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's really a good one. Um, I love the chronological. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. One thing I thought... When you ask that question, if people are new to it, or they're not even new to it, they just are like, okay, I've done it, Mm -hmm. and literally I can't find joy or fun in it. Uh, I think if you're listening to a a sermon on a Sunday, whether you are in a pocket, you're online, or you're in a, a building... Take that sermon and let that be the launch to what you're going to read that week. I think because then you're guided, right? So you know you're going to at least, probably no matter what church you're in, you're going to hear at least one scripture. Mm -hmm. And so, but you're probably going to be in a passage, just like earmark that and that be because you've already heard enough about it to jumpstart you and then just read it for yourself. Because I think what's great about the Bible is when you have those aha moments Mm -hmm. and you go, that sounds like the United States. Like that's when you like come alive. But so maybe use your pastor's sermon to be the launch for that week. I love that. Mm -hmm. I totally love that. I love what you said, you know, that you said you still read it though. Cause I think Mm -hmm. it can be easy for us just to, um, 
like Bible studies, like little books that are studies and devotionals. Those are so great, right? Because they do give us some perspective. But I think at the end of the day, the goal is to just be in the word itself. Like God wrote that for us. And so I think those things are great. I think you said this too, like launching points into going deeper on your own to discover that because it is like this amazing feeling when you're like, Oh, okay. I get it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Or, Oh, I feel like I needed to read that right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Um, would you say that the more you do it, I don't know. I don't know if this, this is, I'm not leading you into this question. You can answer however you want, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. Or like, what would you say to someone who's like, I'm trying and I'm really trying, Mm -hmm. like, does it get easier? Or do you think you said a really good thing about the, depending on the season you're in, Mm -hmm. I think if we think it's easier in the beginning, it gets harder and boring. That's not true. If Mm -hmm. we think it's hard in the beginning, we don't understand. And it gets easier as you go. I don't know that that's always true. I feel like for me, I have seasons, seasons where it's so alive and, and then seasons where I'm just doing it out of duty. Mm -hmm. And then seasons where I'm like, I just need to lean on somebody else who says something awesome. And then I'll go look up that scripture. I think what you said is so true. The difference in listening to, or reading a Bible study a great person like Beth Moore mm-hmm. or Priscilla Shire. Shire? 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 Um, <laughs> that is awesome. But there's a difference between what Beth Moore or Priscilla says about this scripture than what the Bible says, because the word is the God breathed, mm-hmm. inspired word, his words. So there should be a different feeling when I read that scripture versus when Beth tells me what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people are missing it because they've done every Beth Moore study, but they, they read the scripture when she types it in her, yeah. her Bible study and they don't really go to the Bible. Yeah. So you're yeah. right. There's mm-hmm. that read it for yourself. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, so one thing I would say about the Old Testament I love the Old Testament. I'm probably more of a fan of the Old Testament, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But what I had to finally do is skip the parts and not feel guilty about skipping the Jehoshaphat, Bagat, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. that I can't pronounce. And I'm trying, they come from this village and they live this many years. It's like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. Like, skim, skim, skim. Mm -hmm. And then... But some of us get stuck in the, like, did I really read the whole Bible if I skipped over that? Sure, you read the whole Bible. That is... That's irrelevant until you find where that is relevant, and then you mm-hmm. get pushed back to oh, that. That's location. really good. That's really great because mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> like, you get kind of burned out a little point bit. Yeah. Like I didn't get any of that, <laughs> and I don't remember like who. I know and it, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's just sometimes the enemy trying to discourage us because yes. the word is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have a favorite? translation of the bible i've been doing my bible app in nlt for okay. a while nice. um i feel like it's not quite as i don't know easy to read as a message but it's not it's a little easier than niv so it's like an in-between mm-hmm. that i found works for me that's cool um yeah okay. do you yeah. have a new living translation is great you're right it's it, it is easier than niv mm-hmm. people who are in king james or new king james that is just harder yeah mm-hmm. uh Actually, the Net Bible is newer. That is a newer version. Okay. What does it stand for? Because I always thought it was like internet, like that net. <laughs> but I don't oh, want. No. I don't uh, want. New. I'm, I'm going to lie. No, I don't it's know. It's probably new English, English translation. Okay. Yeah, it is. Somebody <laughs> said that they do a better job. So what happened in the Bible is that not just the authors of the Bible, but then the scribes later, we went from Hebrew to Greek because the Romans came and 
took over mm-hmm. in the New Testament of Jerusalem and all that. So we went from Hebrew to Greek, either back then, or even the Hebrew in the Old Testament was translated to Greek when they made the Bible in the way we know it. And so sometimes you have to not just know the translation for the Greek, you have to know the translation for the Hebrew and believe the Hebrew one, the way it was written Mm -hmm. for how we should, rather than how it got translated to Greek and then it changed it for what the English is. So the NET did a good job of going, let's look at the Hebrew versus just starting with the Greek. Also Amplified Bible, love it. And they have that on the U version because it makes one scripture that's two sentences, five. But what it does, it puts in parentheses what that means. And sometimes it will use the word that it should have used. Mm -hmm. So Amplified is awesome too. Love that. I like the ESV. I think I like the ESV because I did grow up in a church where, like, King James was a little bit more. And ESV doesn't have these or thous. Yeah. But I do feel like it reminds me of, like, the verses that I remember hearing. Like, it still has some of the kind of the old school yeah. structure mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I do like to, like, then, like, you version is great because one verse you can just quickly click and get yes. all the different yeah, versions yeah. of it. That's nice. great. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let's just, I want to leave our listeners and viewers with some, like, things that they can take away like the whole time we're talking all I'm thinking about is you guys we have some really great sermon series and podcasts Mm. where our pastors have done some teaching like I'm thinking the mutter series that pastor Sean did yeah we have that on our website and that is like if you want a launching pad to really digging in Mm -hmm. that is such a great series and the why the why behind digging in yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so good Um, and then pastor Sunny has I know Cheery if you're listening this is a podcast you're listening to but also a sunny look at the bible Um, you have done several like you did one on revelation mm-hmm. um i mean you, you the have end done, times and apocalypse yeah and called out some so <laughs> cool but like the, but you went like deep into mm-hmm. that so it was more than just like the fairy tale scary story of revelation mm-hmm. like it, it's so good it's mm-hmm. so good and pastor becky just did one on job yes um she dug really deep into that like there are so many resources just from you know, life church, but there are resources outside of that too. Is there anything else you can think of that you would point people to? Uh, yeah, I think rather than maybe, and, and some people, like you said, there's certain seasons, some people you need to look for topical things like Mm -hmm. go on our website and look back at sermon series on certain topics, Mm -hmm. look on YouTube from sermons on certain topics, you Mm -hmm. versions. And then there's, you're like not needing to hear about getting out of depression and anxiety. You're like, I want to go deeper and I want to know more about specifics of the Bible. So yes, the Job study, the uh, pastors done on the Holy Spirit or on the book of James. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we actually are going to be in a series, Postcards from Heaven, which is the five shortest books of the Bible. Some Old Testament, some New Testament, but like I'll be preaching on Obadiah one chapter. So cool. That's the whole book. Mm -hmm. So we're going to teach a whole book on one Sunday, which is not easy. It, because there is so much there. And so it depends on, I think that's the thing. And we say it so much on Sherry Conversations that comparison's the great crippler. And when I look at what Casey is in in the Bible and what she's saying she's done for a Bible study mm-hmm. or Bible reading, if I get stuck on, I'm just not as good. But to to not give up mm-hmm. and say, well, I'm just not a Bible reader. Right. But to really find what season I'm in and what mm-hmm. am I curious about. Yep. 
Oh, I love that. I love that. We loved having you today. This is such a good topic. It's a great topic. Such a great topic. We hope that you guys watching and listening were able to take something away and feel encouraged about studying the Bible. And inspired, hopefully. And if there's something that you'd like to be inspired about or talk about, or you have a guest in mind, you can contact me directly at SunnyHennessy.com. So join us next week at the same time for another cheery conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one-minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.